0: Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, just want to give a quick shout out to you listeners. Please don't be afraid to rate, review, and subscribe to the platform you're listening to, rather than Spotify, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is that you prefer. Please not be afraid to rate, review, and subscribe our our, our network, what we're doing, what's cooking, Uh, because there's a lot that's cooking. Uh, We got Alex going in on the Western Conference. Uh, We got Zach going in on Circle City Cinema, uh, working on the uh, uh, succession, uh, getting into – uh, discussing some future projects. Discussing some future projects. i Am I allowed to briefly mention tease uh, future projects, Zach? Uh, tease we, have, we Tease it. We we tease have some, we have some future projects on the on the horizon uh, at the Circle City Cinema. So I tease we are it. just say it. Just well, say it. I, no, that's the tease right there. Why do they need to know the answer? We got a while. Wow. You got to think. We got to we got to tease. Just
1: take the pants off. Say it. No, I'm. Oh
0: I, I mean, hey, Jeez, hey what are we doing? Hey, look. I mean, if there's a marvel pod that's coming your way, there might be a marvel pod that's coming your way. That's all uh, I. Huh. That's all I know. There might be a marvel pod on the way here. Well, and it doesn't have any pants apparently. So <laughs> apparently, it has no, no it pants. Doesn't. Apparently, it has no pants. So uh don't be afraid to uh listen to it. All of that, because I, I know there's plenty of things that are on the horizon, but. Uh, first thing is first, uh, I told Bryce and I told Zach to shut their mouths for the first five minutes of this podcast because I have something that I would like to get off my chest. And that is what has been going on in the college basketball world, which Bryce and I really hammered in on over the last couple months or so. And, and there's been some recent news, uh, with Bob Huggins, who, you know, <laughs> Gosh, dang it, man. Just simply didn't learn his lesson. Um, I mean, this is a man who has been the coach of West Virginia. Uh, he, he is a guy that, you know, has proven to be a, a winner, but has chosen uh, to just constantly uh, speak anti-gay uh, derogatory sayings. Um, and the West Virginia University refuses to do anything about it because they're soft. West Virginia is soft. They're softer than Charmin. West Virginia, West Virginia university has shown their true colors. They have shown their true colors as an institution. They're not pushing back on this. They're not doing anything to this. The suspension is light. That is pennies on the dollar of what should be happening here. Two times in a row. Bob Huggins has had this situation. You kind of said, okay, first time, Whatever. Second time, joke. Get him out of town. Bob Huggins has no business being a head coach in college basketball in 2023 if you're going to make comments like that. You don't have to support it. You don't. You don't have to support it. You don't have to say, man, you can believe something. You can, you can believe something, but you can't sit there and make derogatory statements. And here's the other thing that it's just so... Hypocritical to me about the whole West Virginia narrative, the whole West Virginia narrative, West Virginia, a team that, in my opinion, a university, big 12 university. But at some point, like you faced Xavier, Xavier is a Catholic school. I mean, why in God's green earth are you going to make a joke like that and expect not to get some sort of penalty for that? That makes no sense. It's so typical of Bob, so typical of Bob, and so typical of West Virginia to put themselves in a position to do that. And I would also like to say this. I would like to say this. West Virginia, West Virginia's problem, and this is a problem in college basketball the gay, Some of these older heads, some of these older heads, what they're going to do, and it's going to screw, it's going to screw college basketball. It's going to screw them because. All these older heads think that they can just get off their chest whatever they want. We're still seeing it. Jim Boeheim in college basketball, Coach K in college basketball, Roy Williams in college basketball, underline that I keep saying college basketball, college basketball has kept growing and growing and growing in its sport And college. And there's more opportunities for high school players to pursue other outlets in their career. College basketball is not the only place. You don't hold the supreme power as coaches. Personally, if I was a player that just committed to West Virginia, who, by the way, is the number one class coming in in terms of transfer portals in the country, in the country, decommitting, decommitting, I'm taking a stance that I'm not going to be for a coach that's like that. I'm not going to represent that coach. I'm not going to play for a coach that believes and, and thinks and doesn't know how to manage himself publicly, not to mention all they are is a mid team, the mid, the mid, the mid program, the mid, the mid than Subway, the mid than your local McDonald's, the mid, the mid, West Virginia, West Virginia is a mid basketball program. And you can, you can, you can man, you can have so many other things that go your way. You could be in so many different places that, that boost your career, that put yourself in a position to not have this happen. And by the way, West Virginia was a member of the Big East. West Virginia was a member of the Big East. Anyone who knows college basketball knows one thing about the Big East. Big East, a lot of Catholic schools. West Virginia was a part of that. West Virginia was a part of that. How big of an idiot, how big of an idiot are you to make a comment about a Big East school and not think you're going to get paid for it? Bob Huggins, this was awful from Bob Huggins. This was awful from West Virginia. This class is from West Virginia. This is one of the worst sports taps in recent memory, in my opinion, because of the lack of attention that this university gets. If all they are is want to be about, if they just want to be a mid-program, a mid, uh, have a coach that's overrated in terms of legacy, and they want to have a, a mid, you want to have a mid-everything, a mid-program, a human being that's not understanding of his mistakes, Go ahead. Because that's what West Virginia is. And they should be ashamed that they've given Bob Huggins an opportunity. And thank you, Zach and Bryce, for letting me have that moment because it's been something I've been pissed off about for the last last couple days. I've been pissed off about this. Pissed off about it. Moving on. NBA going into Sixers Celtics. Sixers up 3-2. And we didn't talk about this series too much. So, uh, Bryce, I want you to take it away here. Two of us like Boston pretty much all year. I like what this team's about. I like what, you know, we thought they had in terms of their depth. The Six are up three to two. You've been shoving it on hard in all series. What do you think about the Sixers being up three to two here? And where and, and what, how do you think? What, what do you what are you thinking about? You know, let, let's let's get into game two first, because obviously that game pretty much, you know, look, they, they came in hard and had a great game. Then he fell off a cliff in game two and and then Boston took advantage, basically. Um, it, do you think, I guess the question is, looking at these past games and trying to think more future, are you betting on Harden to be worse than he's been in the sense of, do you think he's going to have one of those choke games, those games that where he kind of goes MIA here down the stretch?
2: Well, I, I, I mean... I mean, you'd say you you can almost bank on it because that's what that's what's happened in the past. Right. I mean, if memory serves correctly, but I mean, this time might be different because he's not the only guy on the floor that is a major threat. I mean, let's think about it in in when he was in Houston, who was the second biggest threat on the Rockets uh, of all those Rockets teams? Chris Paul.
0: Yeah.
2: Eric Gordon.
0: Yeah.
2: Russell Westbrook. Dwight Howard? I mean, he, he, yeah. he literally is attached. He is not the MVP anymore. He is attached to an MVP, which I think puts Harden in a great position to, you know, compete for a title or, um, you know, at least close out the Boston Celtics here tomorrow. So... I mean, Harden is good. I, I I don't think you need him to be great. I think if he gets you 25, I think that's exactly, even 20, I think that's exactly what you need from him. I think it's the other guys around him that you kind of need uh, more than James Harden. You know, the Maxis of the world, the Tobias, Tobias Harris's of the world. Um, you know, guys like that to pour in a few a few extra points if possible. But, I mean, it is Joel Embiid's team. I think there's no doubt about that. He is the MVP. The team has really rallied around him. He's playing through an injury, which I 100% respect, uh, playing through the injuries. So, um, what to expect from Harden? I mean, I'm not expecting a 40-point game. If he gets it, great. More power to him. But, I mean, I would expect... You know, uh, the James Harden that we've kind of come used to know uh, at the tail end of his career, the distributor, the score when needed type guy.
0: Uh, Zach, what's your, uh, I know you've been liking what Philly has done over the last couple of years, and certainly they're on the precipice of beating the Celtics uh, if they can get through. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, you know, what this would mean for Philadelphia here, 3-2, you know, a chance a chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals It'll be a team that, frankly, they just haven't had, haven't had very much success against.
1: Well, Caleb, you and I were talking during this game last night about, you know, the dominance that the Celtics have shown over Philly, basically in the entire Embiid, in the entire Embiid era, Embiid-Simmons era, or whatever you want to call it, yeah. Uh, and the game last night, the result was so unexpected where, you know, the Celtics basically come out flat in the first half. They kind of start to mount a comeback in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, they just kind of folded. And you really saw, you really felt the absence of Ime Odoka last night. Uh, just, The which I feel like hasn't been fully addressed this season. You know, the stuff with Ime Udoka happened. They made the transition to Missoula. They were playing so well that nobody really made a point of it. But now in the playoffs, where adjustments are more important than ever, you're playing a coach like Doc Rivers, who has really outcoached Missoula this whole series. You really feel the absence of Udoka, who I, I feel is a you know, borderline top 10 coach in the league, but, you know, you just miss those adjustments. You miss, you know, stuff like, yeah. Working the refs in games, talking to guys and you miss Will Hardy too. You know, Will Hardy, he went to the jazz, you miss him too, but things are starting to catch up with the Celtics. And I told you last night, Caleb, you know, all good things must come to an end in the NBA. And, you know, the Celtics...
0: Whoa! Oh, no, 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 All things, all good things come to an end. You don't get to do this. No, 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 no. Why, Bryce? No, Bryce, shut up, Bryce. Shut up. Shut up.
1: You don't even know where I'm going with this. You don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Fine, go ahead. Screw off.
0: You right, don't know where I'm going with this. Go ahead, finish you, like?
1: finish. you know, as I was saying, the Celtics' dominance over Philly, basically since the 17-18 season, you know, whenever Boston played Philly in the playoffs, you're like, okay, Boston's going to win. They dominate Philly. They dominate Philly. Plus, Philly can't get past the second round in general. doesn't matter who they're playing. They can't get past the second round. Boston's going to win. But every now and then in the NBA, you get these years, these players... Where it's just like their time has come. Their time has come. It's time for them to take the step. And that could be the case with Joel Embiid this year. Finally wins the MVP. Finally doesn't come in second in the MVP voting. Finally makes the All-NBA first team, as we saw today. Maybe it's finally time for the Sixers, for Doc Rivers, for James Harden, for Joel Embiid to finally take the next step vanquish the giant move on to the conference finals for the first time since the Iverson era if you're the Sixers Sixers fans got to be joyous and the other thing about that game last night you know game game 4 I thought the Sixers were going to choke and gag and lose as is typical of a doc team in recent years or, or the Sixers. Yeah. You know, that very last Ben Simmons Sixers team that gagged against the Hawks, like you're just waiting for it to happen. You're waiting for things to unravel. And I was waiting for it last night. I was waiting for it for things to come off the rails for the Sixers to give up a massive lead. You're low on Doc. For the Celtics crowd to get into it. For and reason. it didn't happen. Yeah. So maybe that's that mental hurdle that the Sixers need to get over. Like, hey, we can beat them in Boston. The crowd doesn't affect us. We can keep a lead no matter how small. James Harden finally has... He's finally found that medium in the Sixers era. James Harden, where, mm. you know, I have all these playoff miles on me. I've carried this weight on other teams, but, you know, this team, I don't have to. Mm. And he's finally found that happy medium. Plus, you have Maxi. Daniel House, of all people, gives you good minutes last night. <laughs> PJ Tucker has a lot of playoff miles on him. Doc Rivers finally has a coaching matchup where he can just flex on the other guy. I just think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's t- I think it's Philly's time. I think it's the year of Embiid where he finally breaks through, gets to the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just very impressed with the Sixers last night. Now, that being said, I could see the Celtics winning at seven just because, you know, I think people are overreacting with the Celtics. We're not getting enough out of the Stars. But you have to remember, this team made the finals last year. Tatum and Brown were the best players on a final team last year. Don't think you need to break it up. It is funny the Celtics are turning on Brown or uh, not Brown, Brogdon. It's funny mm. the Celtics fans are turning on Brogdon. Laughable. Could have saw that coming. Uh, Could have seen that coming. But I just think it might be Philly's year, and you know we've seen that in the past in the NBA with Giannis beating yeah. the Suns in the finals. Uh, Curry breaking through twenty fifteen. Mm -hmm. Kawhi breaking through with the Raptors. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes this happens in the NBA and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: If you're the other team. Do you think, do you think that, you know, the opportunity breaking through in
1: the bubble? Like
0: it happens. Yeah, it does. It does. And I mean, Bryce, I think this answers, this is the opportunity. If you win this series, like, I mean, you're. I mean, you're. I mean, I shouldn't even ask you this because I mean, if there's a hater of James Harden, you're the cover of the textbook. Is James? Is James Harden? If he wins this series, how? If if he wins the series, if Doc wins the series, if like, would would you say? I mean, I like doing talks like this, even though some people think it's a little reaction. Like, do you think this is the biggest flip to a legacy that could happen in this playoffs? If they win this and potentially, and most likely, I think it's fair to say the Sixers and the Celtics would both be the favorites in the finals, you know, going into the finals in the East. And unless you guys think Miami and New York, I mean, the opportunity for this Philly team to get to the finals would mean a lot for a lot of those guys.
2: It would. I don't know if it's the biggest flipping legacy, just because it, especially in Harden's case, only because he's not the guy anymore. Um I mean he's still a good player. He'll still be the, what the second best player on on a finals winning team if they were sure. to win the finals. Sure. It is Joel Embiid's team. It will be foreshadowed by the MVP. It will be a thing that oh yeah, Harden was on that team and he finally got a ring. I think if it, they were to win and we look back in history, you know, I mean So I I don't know if it's... I I think it would help Joel Embiid's legacy more than it would help James Harden's. Hmm. Because, I mean, because think about Embiid's legacy right now. Like, what's his... The first thing that comes to mind when I say Joel Embiid, what do you think of? Process. Process. Mm -hmm. I think of injuries. Like, that's his legacy right now. Like, James Harden is already in the top 75... He's on the 75th anniversary team. So, you know, the, the, he's already made his legacy and his mark. Yes, the ring would help it, but I think the ring would help beads more. Hmm. I mean,
0: yeah, I if you
1: look I, at I like if, you, if, you're, ahead, if you're talking legacies, if you're talking legacies like, you know, the other thing we need to bring up, Caleb brought this up off the record, like Doc Rivers' history of closing out opponents since he left the Celtics. Not great.
2: It upgrade. I don't even think about Doc. He needs so this. That's some, that's he needs, he to close this it. series. He, he needs just this series, though. If anything else, just this series. He needs to close this. Well, he, yeah. He's, I
1: mean, Doc. Doc hasn't been to a conference finals again since he left Boston. Since he left Boston, and,
2: and he could do it against his former team. Oh, is that Doc? Doc revenge series. Doc revenge series. It's
1: absolutely a Doc revenge
2: series. It's absolutely, it's I
1: agree. I agree. The Celtics traded him, but if you're talking about that, it from a James that Harden. Legacy, the revenge. I love the revenge. revenge. We're seeing it with D'Angelo Russell against the Warriors. Oh right my god. Revenge. Revenge. revenge revenge. Revenge. <laughs> but if you're talking about James Harden's legacy, like like I said, James Harden has a lot of playoff miles on him. Yeah. Uh he is top 75, like Bryce said. He's. I, I. Me and Caleb talked about this off the record, but of the mm-hmm. 2010s decade, James Harden's one of the five players that defined the decade in the NBA. The decade. Yes. yes. He was on one of the best teams. He was the face of one of the best teams. Uh, he pushed an all-time great team to the brink a couple times. He was on yes. a finals team in OKC. Uh, and now... He's found, like I said, the happy medium in the in this different phase of his career where he's not the guy, but he's a perfect complement to the guy who happens to be the MVP of the league. So I, I, I think I think it would do a lot for his for his legacy. But I agree with Bryce; it would do more for Embiid's, but James Harden's legacy would benefit a lot from from a breakthrough here.
0: Well, and the guy that's—I mean, you know—my big thing is: you criticize somebody, you criticize somebody a ton, and then, then somebody does something the right way, you gotta give him props. And the guy that comes to my mind with that is Tobias Harris. Man, I don't think—I I, don't—I think he's had a really strong postseason. I think he's delivered for this team. He's done exactly what I think they've needed him to do offensively and defensively. And you know, Bryce, this is a player that. When you're looking at Tobias Harris, people are like, hey, he underachieves. He doesn't give you any consistency. He's not giving you anything defensively, offensively, can't make a shot. No one knows. No one knows exactly what you're getting. Well, I mean, Bryce, I'll just be honest with you. I feel like he's been the most, you could argue, he's the most reliable player on the Sixers team right now with one game away to the brink of the finals. I, I have been very impressed with him. And I think I think if they can get this level of play from him, I, I think they could. That's a really positive direction for a Sixers team that I think really needs his shooting and secondary scoring.
2: I'm skeptical on that. I understand where you're coming from, but I'm still skeptical on that. But it is time for him to earn that contract. All the ridicule that has gone on in our group chats about Tobias Harris and his untradeable contract. Uh, he needs to make good on it, in all honesty. I agree. And let's let's I agree. be real. He's probably, what, the fourth best player on this Sixers team behind sure. Maxi sure. and Bede and Harden? Sure, sure. And I think that's fair. Zach, you think that's fair, too? If there's somebody I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, yeah, I would agree possibly. with that. But I would so, agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, need to, you need to earn your keep. You need to earn your worth. You need to shut up the haters. And I think if he came out with some big, memorable games, like we have, you know, we 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 joke about it too. Like, you know, those random players. It's called the, you know, the Tobias Harris game. Like, if there was a vintage Tobias oh, Harris game, game, right? Exactly. I mean, just just something like that. That makes it all worth it, right? But if he disappears, if they end up closing out Boston and he disappears in the conference finals, or even if they make it to the finals and he disappears, the contract's not worth it. Because what am I paying you for? I'm paying you to be the scorer that you are, the the guy that was in you know Los Angeles that could score, the guy that was in Orlando that could score, I, and you're here in Philly, and we need everything from you. I mean, we're yeah. paying we're paying you enough yeah. money.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. No.
1: See, I, I, the the knock on Tobias Harris has always been not just how much money he makes, which is abysmal, but the the yeah, I agree with that. The fact that he if he's not scoring like Bryce, yeah. said, he's
0: not doing yeah. much. Right. 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 And in this series, I got to give him credit. I mean, I feel like the two games he wasn't necessarily great in, you know, not ideal. But, I mean, again, you know, in, in you're looking at the last game that he had, 31 minutes, 16 and 11. I mean, I'm taking that 70 percent from the floor. Yeah. First sure, game, sure. game I one, he could 18 be a little bit better, points. I think he could get 20. I mean, but I'm taking it, though. Sure. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm being too picky. I mean, 16 11, I'm not going to be too complaining. I mean, 18 you and realize five This for is his
1: fifth team. This is his fifth
0: team. Well, and, yeah. and he's, he needs to be, he, he's a player that I think if they can get that secondary option, it just takes less pressure off Harden to create his own shot. And, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I, you know, Tyrese Maxey to me, a player that I, I mean, I know all of us have liked and all of us have been pretty high on for the most part. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, guys. Like, I, I, what we're seeing him do, man. Like, he's not just this cute option anymore. Like, he, he, he's a guy. He'll take over. He's a true, a true star, and and I'll be honest. I I, no, it would not surprise me at all if we see him in a couple All Star games in his career. I I think, I think he has been playing off the charts. Uh, To be honest, I thought that's why they won Game Five. I really did. I thought that's why they won Game Five. Played a great game yeah, off the road. He got the ball on the it's dribble. The, and it, it was. Impressive. It's to the
1: point where. Yes, and it's to the point where, if Harden does leave next season, which I mean, if you want to turn, if you want to turn down thirty-six million dollars, I mean, right, right. I dare you to do that, but right. If he does go somewhere else, I mean, I I'm feeling pretty good if I'm the Sixers. Because of Maxi, I am too, and I am yeah. too. Yeah, I am too,
0: and and they might be saving some money here as well, Bryce. I mean, I think he's a player that gives them an opportunity to kind of reshuffle the deck, maybe make the Sixers team a little younger, uh, a little faster, which might not be a bad thing for this team. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. He definitely gives you a change of pace and gives you that extra juice off the bench that somebody like James Harden really doesn't give you anymore just because you know where he's at in his career. That's not right. knock on Harden. So it gives you that change of pace, that energy, that spark that you that you really need mm. um in the playoffs. So and he can shoot the ball. Yeah. Uh, that's a big plus yeah. too. He can get to the yeah. rack. uh um, yeah. he can shoot the ball. That's, yeah. that's big time and that's exactly what you need. Um, In the playoffs, especially against a team like Boston, who's who can be just flat out, just an iron curtain on defense when they want to be. Yeah. Right. When they want to be. Right. So, um, I mean, that's kind of it's a place they miss Sudoka. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely shows that Missoula is not a defensive coach. Again, first year head coach, we can talk all you want, but right. it's his first year. It just sucks that it's it's bad optics that they're the number one seed or what number two seed? I think number two. Yeah. Number, two. number two. Number two seed, and that they're they're losing at home in Boston in a James. pivotal in yeah. a pivotal pivotal you're right. game. You're right. You're right. Right? You're right, and you get booed
0: in your home forward.
1: Rightfully so, by
0: the way, out of the well, building. Well, and let's uh, let's get into it. I mean, I I, I didn't. It'd be one thing if the if the Sixers were up three to two, right? It'd be one thing if it was competitive three two. But I mean, guys, how much did Game five shock you? Thirteen point blowout feels like the score doesn't indicate just how pathetic of a performance Boston had at home in a game, Bryce. Where I just I, I could have sworn to you this team would have came out with more fire. I could have sworn to you like you were texting that Tatum was gonna really all game long. I'm not talking second half, all game long. Aggressiveness. I mean, what's up with Robert Williams? What's up with the what's what's up with this team? Like, like you can't like. This is a team that, in my opinion, when like there are certain teams, Bryce in the NBA, right? We could go years and we could go years. We could whatever. There's just certain teams where you're like, okay, things might not be going okay. We're gonna respond. I just automatic. We're gonna respond. I thought this was one of those teams. Dead wrong. I was dead wrong by the way they played game five. I could not believe it. What What did you think coming out of game five and, and the way that they've kind of just honestly just kind of feels like they've gone 60, 70 percent. It doesn't feel like they're all the way in it. And it just feels like Philly wants it more. How do they switch it in these last two games? I mean, I think it really starts with the guys on, on
2: the court. I mean, Tatum has to be demanding of the ball. Uh, Jalen Brown's got to even be more demanding of the ball. You can't rely on Marcus. I don't know what it is about finding Marcus smart at the end of the shot clock. Or when you need a big time shot or when you when you need a, a basically a, a shot at the buzzer to win or tie the game. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. understand that. Look, I like Marcus Smart as a player. He's just fine. But Marcus Smart also knows his role. He's aggressive mm-hmm. offensively, but mm-hmm. he knows like, you know, I don't somebody's got to take the shot. and Apparently it's got to be me. Marcus Smart's got the most balls on that team right now. Mm. Tatum, Tatum yeah. wants to talk about Mamba mentality and I'm doing it for Kobe. And I'm going to get, you know, Kobe's symbol tattooed on me and all this good, all this jazz and stuff. Okay, then show it. Yeah. Don't give me empty stats and don't just be passive in the first half and then decide you want to pick it up in the second half. I mean, you're, you're yeah. being guarded by, you know, the likes of Tobias Harris and, um, you know, PJ Tucker, which I know Tucker's solid, but dude, he's like, I agree. I think be better. You know, yeah. uh, years ahead of you in age. I mean,
0: are you kidding me? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You can't get around PJ Tucker or Tobias. Come on, man. And, Zach, what's damning to me is, in my opinion, the settling. Three of 11 from three in game five. Uh, I just don't think that's okay. Uh, I, I don't think he should be a three for 11 player. Uh, in general, but I mean, especially when you recognize the importance of a game, like what it was in game five. I mean, I just don't think he's a player that can afford uh, to be shooting like that. And um, you know what I liked about the way that he played uh, in game four in in that tight loss where Harden made the buzzer beater was he impacted the game in other ways. He was all over the glass. He was all over everything. Shot blocking was everything, but I mean, it, this it, to me, it's it's poor shot selection, Zach. It's poor shot selection. Uh, I, I, what are you needing to see from? I mean, you, you have been more on the let's, let's take a deep breath here on Tatum, but I mean, surely you're looking at this series, you're looking at a couple games here, and you're like, what's going on? Surely, surely, come on, surely. I mean, are you with the, there, the
1: last couple of games? Is yeah, the last couple of games this shot hasn't been there. Game two, he didn't really need it because, you know, they 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 beat up Philly so bad. They, di- they didn't really need much, but <laughs> last couple of games, his shot hasn't been there. I agree the shot selection has been questionable to be nice. But what I liked about his game last night was he realized he was missing shots. So he got to the rack. A little at the end of the first half He got to the rack a lot I I know he had double digit free throw attempts Um, 11
0: of 13 from the free throw line In game 5 I thought that was big time
1: Yeah so he's he's getting to the line He's finding ways to score but I thought it was the other guys That you know really let him down The interior defense hasn't been there I mean I know you're playing Joel Embiid And whatever But But, you know Yeah, Robert Williams has not been what he was last year. I know he's probably dealing with injuries, like he always is. I but I, I,
0: I think he is too. But and I'm with you, Zach. I, I can't happen. And
1: Horf- Horford, I mean, get him, get him. Uh, you know, if there was an up to Pixar movie, I think Al Horford would be the main character. I mean, Al, Al Horford is just so he's so bad and he's so old. And moving back to Atlanta for a retirement tour at this point. I mean, he's just, he's just not, not with it, not with it. And that's fine. Al Horford's had a great career and whatever you want to say about it. I agree. I regarding agree. Regarding the MVP of the league at this stage of his career, at age of 36 or 37 or not whatever fair the to hell, not fair to him. Plus mm-hmm. he can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, But as far as the overreaction goes, you know, even if they lose this series, it's like, okay, let's let's look back at this. Made the finals last year. Mm-hmm. Second best record in the East this year with mm-hmm. basically a replacement coach, who's also a rookie head coach, overcame all this adversity in the beginning of the year that we were basically able to... The way they have been able to just avoid questions about Ime Udoka and whatever the hell happened there. I think it's been really impressive. Like that hasn't really been mentioned ever since basically like last calendar year hasn't been mentioned at all, which I really odd slash impressive by the Celtics PR team. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sweating this uh, performance by Tatum. I'm not sweating this Celtics team. There's still a lot of talent here. Arguably the most talent in the East among any team. You know who to but put, you know? I, I agree. Tatum needs to be more aggressive, but I'm not. I'm not sweating it. You know, he was in the finals last year. He was the best player on a finals team. They were up in the finals last year. They were up two to one. It just, you know, and part of it's this this media culture we're in, where overreact game to game. You know, I'm a victim of it i.e. Siakam's a bona fide number one option, but well,
0: everyone is that kind of worked out. Though. You know, everyone, is. Quite nicely. everyone is. Everyone everyone's is. Everyone is. Everyone's a, but uh, you know, it's, I mean, that's price about Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's
1: fine.
2: <laughs> He'll be on another team next year. It'll be fine. But no, I'm not sweating it. I mean, I'm I'm it right there, it. I mean
1: like I said, like I said, these things happen in the NBA where a team's time comes a player's time comes. Where, you know, this year it might be the, it might be Philly and it might be Embiid where, okay, this is my, this is my time. This is my year to break through, to make the finals, to win the finals, whatever the hell happens. But, you know, if I'm the Celtics and I lose this series to the MVP of the league, to our former coach, who's a great coach in his own right, to a top 75 player, James Harden, who's had a pretty, really good series I'm, that's something to hang my head about if I'm the Celtics. I'm
0: not, Could we have played not, better?
1: Yes. Yeah. But we lost to a formidable
0: opponent. That's what I'm hanging my head on. The old cliche, Bryce kind of goes at this. And he just never says it directly. He, he the, the whole idea of in the playoffs, you should be better than your regular season averages. You know, you should be better than you should be better than your regular season averages. You should always be able to go up another level. Here's the guy for me that comes out. And, I mean, I know Bryce mentioned Tatum and that's obviously fair and I'm not going to push back on it. For me, it's Jalen Brown. Like he was a 26, 27 point a game scorer. He was a guy that was dominant, obviously he proved himself all NBA teams just released. And I get it. He rightfully so 26, seven, four, 50% from the field, but his playoff numbers have dropped. His playoff numbers have dropped. And, I have a take on Jalen Brown, Bryce, and I'm curious to hear what you think on it, because I think this has to happen in order for Boston to beat Philadelphia. James Harden J- 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 has had better scoring outputs than Jalen Brown. If Jalen Brown does not score 30 points in the next two games, they're done. They're going to Cancun. Jalen James- Brown, not- Brown has not scored 30 points in any of the games. Against Philadelphia, not one. In Atlanta, he scored four games where he had 30 points. Four. He scored 30 points in game seven. He scored 30 points in game six. He scored 30 points in game five. He scored 29 in game one. He has to hit 30 or they're going to Cancun. Mm -hmm. Am I overreacting? Am I overreacting on that? Or do you think I'm crazy that I think that is what's going to have to happen if they're going to beat the Sixers right now? I think there might be a little bit of an overreaction because I feel
2: like he's played better than Tatum in general. Uh, When Tatum gets hot, it's normally when the game's over. The game's basically over, and there's no chance for them to come back. I I like the way that Jalen Brown has played. I do think that he should be more demanding of the ball in crunch time as well. I don't, him and Tatum both, I, it feels like they shy away from the moment a little bit. Totally agree that, you know, these players should be better than their playoff averages. But I haven't had as much of a problem with Jalen Brown because he's kind of second fiddle. I've had more issues with Jason Tatum because he's the proclaimed guy around there. And this is, and through his, I'm not saying he's a he he's an in-your-face boastful guy, but the way Jason Tatum has portrayed himself in interviews and on the court seems to make me think that he is the guy. So that's what I have more of an issue with, more than anything. So um yeah, I think Jalen Brown could play better. I don't know that he needs 30. It would be nice. But I think other guys on that team need to step up. Brock quit dribbling the you know the air out of the basketball. But that's the problem. Derek that's White, do something. Yeah, I mean Al Horford, yeah. did you forget how to post up? Apparently. Yeah. Please yeah, retire. You're right. Goodbye. You're right. Um, you know, who who else do they do they Grant Williams? Freaking do something, dude. You know, at least get a league minimum contract next year. My goodness. At this point, you're gonna join Dwight Howard. Socks. Uh you know, you're gonna you're gonna go Jordan Poole over to China, apparently. So I mean You need more from other people, not just Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So I think that's part of it, too.
0: You might be right. I'm not going to push back on it. I think for me, Bryce, I guess where I'm coming from with the 30 is I don't think the role players are going to change. So I and think if you're the shooting. stars, that's just where, to me, you gotta lay, you gotta raise your level of play. I mean, I think you and I are going at it from the same angle, just with different players. I mean, I, I when it comes to this, when it comes to this series, I, I want to see a big time performance in Game Six. I think Boston has it in Game Six. I like them to win Game Six. I think if they get the Game Seven back in the Garden, I think they can do it. But I mean, if they slack around, they don't have a chance. Heat Knicks, we got a couple games there, um, three and four. Um, I don't really know how else to say it. Miami kicked their ass. Uh, they, they just basically dominated them. Uh, they didn't let the game go away. Uh, they were just simply the better basketball team. Uh, this is pathetic. Uh, from a New York Knicks team. The New York Knicks are a team that needs to be the bully. They need to be the one that's punishing the the Miami Heat. They need to be the team that is dominating against the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, with a washed-up Kevin Love, yes, washed-up Kevin Love, should not be physically taking you out of games. You should not be physically mauling your front court of Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson. And that is exactly what he's doing. Adebayo's apparently rediscovered his offensive jump shot in the heater, just finding role players, dime in a dozen. Uh, they don't know how to pay them, uh, but they, but they, that they find them you know, in a dime and a dozen. So uh, Bryce, I, I, I can't believe we're talking about this series with Miami having an edge here, three, one. I mean, the New York Knicks about to come out here, potentially make it three to two. I mean, I guess any smoke to the Knicks come back or I mean, is this series over? Is this series over in six? Uh,
2: give me, give me Miami and six, man. This is, I'm, you know, we're, I'm watching game five right now as we're doing this podcast, double screening this, um, as you can tell my, my, uh, my multitasking is great. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I, I tell you what though, tell you what though, Jalen Brunson in this game, in this game five, I know we're going to talk about it has been outstanding. I will say that, but To me, the Knicks still don't have enough offense. Uh, They're at home right now for this game five, and they're getting better offensive performances from guys. I don't think that replicates in Miami. I've heard some rumors or I've I've heard, not rumors, sorry. I've heard people say, like, publicly, like, some analysts say that the weather in Miami has zapped the Knicks' energy. Miss me on that, please. We're really blaming the weather. Uh, I I mean, you're you're joking. I, I heard two analysts say that. That I, I think Jalen Rose was one of them. What? Uh, yes, yes. Look it up. I'm not joking. I'm not. Yeah, joking. I heard that. I I,
0: it's, agree, Bryce. I, it's I heard It's silly.
2: That. It's dumb. Yeah. No, the Knicks don't, don't have a firepower. Ever? What? No, oh. that's so dumb. Like, like, okay, I can give you a pass if you're playing in like Denver. That's a real thing. But I mean, in Miami, you're kidding me, right? How about you tell your players not to go out and party? How about that? Won't we start there? Okay. okay. The arena has AC. Right, I, it's just it's foolish. You're talking about?
0: No, no give, and the me, Knicks. give me Miami to close it out in uh, two days. And look, I mean, Zach, I mean, this was a team, you know. Obviously, you've had your uh, fair share with the Knicks, but specifically the infrastructure of the Knicks. Knicks and Knicks. you know, but this team, you know, in a position Knicks, of three, Knicks. three, two here. I guess.
2: I mean, what what,
0: what? what are we looking at? What are we looking at? with the Knicks here, what are we, what are we seeing? What are we envisioning? What are we, what are we looking at when it comes to this New York Knicks team? I mean, they were bullying the Cavs They made you eat it on Cleveland. I mean, what, what's hap- What's happening, Zach? I mean, talk to me about your Knicks. Talk to me, talk to me. What's going on? See, I
1: kind of disagree with Bryce that the Knicks have the offensive firepower <laughs> To beat the Heat, they just haven't shown up. They just haven't shown up. Mitchell Robinson's getting bodied by Bam. Jimmy Butler's been the best player in the series. Brunson finally shows up tonight. R.J. Barrett is not the guy we saw against the Cavs in the first round. And Julius Randle, you just don't know which Julius is going to show up every night. And part of that's injuries. You know, he's been banged up, but you just don't know. Regardless, and it's been kind of inexplicable. You know, they, they lost the game in MSG. I think it was game one. They lost uh, to Miami when Jimmy initially turned his ankle. They should they probably shouldn't have lost. They probably should have won that. But I, I agree with I agree with Bryce. I, I'll take the Heat in six, as much as I hate to say it. Uh, I think Jimmy's just a force of will that is going to push this team to East finals. I think whoever wins Boston Philly is going to the finals, but they're going to get beat up against Miami or New York. You know, maybe New York comes back uh, from three to one. It's happened before. I just don't know if they have the the strength to do it against a guy like Jimmy, but it's, it's the shooting of Miami. You know, it's
0: the shooting. You, 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 the shooting It's to me shooting is the shooting of
1: Miami, which is so annoying because it wasn't there all season. Robinson was riding pine all season. The only way... The only reason he's playing right now is because of the injuries they've had. You could argue the only reason they're in this position is because of the injuries they played against in round one. Along with the coaching they played against in round one, but it's... Uh, you know, Miami got the luck of the draw and they took advantage of it. They have the best player, uh, arguably the best player in the Eastern playoffs thus far. Jimmy Butler, um, you know, you can make, you can easily make that case. I feel like so Miami's a team that's been there, done that. They have a coach who's been there, done that. You know, this core group of guys has made a couple deep playoff runs. You know they had the bubble run, made the East Finals last year too. They were the number one seed last year, Um, and they're battle tested. And that's not a team you want to play. I don't care who you are. That's not a team you want to play, especially in the later rounds when experience comes into play more than more than anything. So I'm not going to count them out. I don't think they're going to make the finals just because I think Philly and Boston are way more talented. Boston's kind of been there, done that too. So. But uh, I've been really disappointed with the Knicks top guys. I just don't... I I don't really know where you go from here if you're the Knicks because you have these contracts that are pretty big. I'm not sure who's taking Randall's contract, even though I really like Randall. I'm not sure what you can do without moving pieces like
0: Barrett or Robinson. (laughs) And Bryce, why, why are we seeing this drastic level of fire and competitiveness, home versus road, in your opinion? I feel like I'm watching a different team in MSG than I am in Miami. It feels like they lose in Miami as soon as they touch the court. Well, yeah, it's the weather, Caleb Dunn. No, nah,
2: I mean, it's just, I just don't know if this team is ready. I mean, a lot of them don't have a ton of playoff experience. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's Brunson's first year really running a team. Randall's injured. We know he's not 100%, but who is? Uh, R.J. Barrett, you know, he's still inconsistent as all get out. And I mean Tibbs also he, he also runs his guys into the ground still during the regular season. Yeah. So I think that has an effect on him too. And yeah. not to mention Miami's really physical. So I know this series is taking even more of a toll on the Knicks. Um huh. yeah, that's just what huh. Miami does. So some teams just aren't good road teams in, in the playoffs. And I, and what really separates your champions from you know your 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 posers. Is can you go into a building? It doesn't matter where you play them and win. I think that's what made what's made, you know, like teams like Golden State successful. They don't care where they're playing. You're right. They're gonna go in and they're gonna go play. So I mean that that makes all the difference. I mean, we've seen it with LeBron too. He goes into buildings and, and beats them. Uh-huh. So that's where it really separates them. The Knicks are still a couple pieces away from being that team. Um, I mean, I like their base, I like some of their players, but they need they need Killers. They need killers. Uh wow, Jonas Brothers sitting court side. that's cool. Uh to to really go to really move forward um into like a conference finals or such since we're on here though, Zach. This uh this Lonnie Walker Twitter page is really funny. Gotta say. It's hilarious. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I see you reply to Trey Young saying good, good games tonight, don't you think? That is such a you comment, you clown. Win. Don't win me.
0: <laughs> what
2: are you talking about? Lonnie Walker, go Twitter account. That's funny, man. It's a good burner account. It's a great burner account.
1: That's not me. <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: That's not me. I've never hey, had you know, a burner in my hey. life. You know who's not laughing tonight? Nick's Comedy Club. They're actually rejoicing. We Haven't heard from them in a while.
1: I'm not familiar with that account. I mean, like I said, I don't I wouldn't fucking know 69. If I saw one. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't have any burners. Look, I deny well, these allegations. I've never had
0: a burner. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, Kevin, Kevin well, Griffin. Well, look, I I think this series What? I mean, obviously, with this win for the Knicks, 112-103, to 103, and Brunson playing the way he did, and I maybe mean, shooting. I mean, that's what I think it's going to have to take for the Knicks to really have a chance. Ultimately, they're going to need to limit the shots and hope that they don't make them in game six. And hopefully, they you know, they can get to seven. I mean, I think they should want to get to seven. I think if they get to seven, I think they win seven. I will make that case right now. You're Miami needs to Nixon win game, game seven, if Miami, seven. If Miami doesn't win game six, Knicks and seven. It's that simple. Miami's got to win in six, so they're done. Interesting. They're done. Because you're giving you a good young team. You're giving a good young team, a confident young team, you know, an opportunity here to get their mojo back. I mean, this is this this you know, this, this is where Jimmy Butler's got to be Jimmy Butler. Just recognize this is my show here. You know, I'm curious to see how he responds in game six because of that. That. So we'll see. I'm I, I'm interested about everything that that happens in these series. Uh, we got plenty of uh, content coming around. A lot of games left. Um, obviously, conference finals coming up. Um, and uh, Bryce, I got this one stat I want to share with you uh, if you're able. You ready for ready to listen? So to we're doing. Stat? So we're doing tonight. Okay. No, I just I just I just attacks on huh? okay. No, I just want to listen to one. I just want you to hear one stat. And then after I send you this stat, and then after I send you this stat, I want you to think about it uh, for a little bit uh, because I'm going to end the show with this. Oh, you're just going to end it? You're not even giving me a chance to talk Yeah, I'm going to end the show with this. I'm going to end the show with this. Are you ready? Let me know if you're ready. I can't wait for Shadi Sanity next. Stephen Curry on field goal attempts to take the lead in the final – 50 seconds of a Don't playoff do it, game man. Don't do it. is all for 14 okay. in his playoff career. Oh, for 14 know. in his playoff career. But did you already put him on top 10 players? Oh, for 14 in his playoff career. Did you put him on top 10? Let top? me say it again. Oh, okay. for 14 in his playoff right. career. You can count him out. Four. How, oh, many your boy, how many does your boy Harden get in his playoff career? What does your boy Harden got? Oh, uh, he has the best, shooting percentage. Many, has many, the best shooter, shooting percentage. The in the he has Zero. the best shooting percentage in the playoffs.
2: He is the best shooting. Zero. Zero. James Harden. You, he has zero rings. James well, it'd Harden. Be nice if it, it'd be James nice Harden. will pass it'd be,
0: nice he, like if, it'd, be nice, it'd be nice if he had a Kevin Durant super team with him too. We right? will.
2: We will pass over. We will pass over James Harden like George Gervin
0: in twenty years. There you go. And then we'll leave it at that. Um, Bryce Legend Five. I'm wrong. Bryce uh, Legend Five. Uh No. Uh, Bryce, Lakers at
2: uh, six?
0: No, Warriors win tonight. Game seven, anything can yeah. happen. Warriors at seven? Possibly. Fair enough. Zach, you got any thoughts on the, uh, on the West here? Suns, Nuggets, uh, Lakers, Warriors, any thoughts? Well,
1: I was reminded to myself last night that I initially said Nuggets sweep after game two. <laughs> Ooh, and that geez. is... Yeah, that's a freezing cold take. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you just yeah, you're that's wrong. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. But that's all right. I mean last night I mean don't give me the altitude bullshit. The the Sun the Suns Ah oh, come on. No, don't don't give it to me. Don't a give it to bit, me. They had two games bit. earlier in the yeah. series. No, 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 no. The Suns look gassed from, from the tip last from the night. Tip. They look gassed from the tip off. Yeah, they they, they look they look gassed. I think you know, I, I was talking to Bryce at work today. Like I don't recall a single I don't recall Kevin Durant sitting on the bench last night. It just seemed like he was always out there. I think he ended up minutes. playing forty two or yeah, forty two minutes. Um what I did like about that game last night was Durant talking shit to a fan. I liked uh Jokic <laughs> flopping when Durant quote unquote pushed him.
0: Yeah. Uh, pushed him.
1: I, I like that. I like that stuff. We need more of that stuff. And you know what? Give me some real fights in the playoffs. I want to see it.
2: We need to I do want a see segment it in this, this, in this summer.
1: In this soft league we've done, but...
2: We need to do a segment. What, what, would, be, what would be the crap talk you say to a player if you're sitting courtside? side?
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. I told, I told, wow. I have
2: my Kevin Durant. I have my Kevin Durant trash talk already. Wow! Like you need daddy's.
0: Well, then that's our teaser. That's our teaser. That's our teaser. <laughs> maybe we maybe we talk. Maybe maybe we bring it up next week. Maybe that'd we be come. fun.
1: Maybe no. but be not. that's up for you. To know, all my up. honest thoughts, I'll I'll go. i go Nuggets and six. I oh. think uh, Nuggets end I think they end it. I, I think. Okay. Wow. You know Durant, as great as he is, I still think he's a top. You know, seven or eight player in the league. Clearly, but he's got a lot of miles on him. This team is not what it's going to be. I think next year—that's what I was telling Bryce today too. I kind of hope the Suns lose because they're going to be even better next year. I think they're going to be way better next year. I think they can win sixty. Win- I think they can win sixty games next season because they're going to fix this bench. They're going to be healthy again. Who knows? Maybe they move Aiden. You know, I don't know. But well, your swan song, Zach. I mean, hell, it could be Chris Paul's swan song. could be Chris Paul's swan song. Um, You know, TJ Warren's swan song. He hasn't been playing that great. Caleb, you need to eat it on Jock Landale. You need to eat shit on that. Gladly, gladly, gladly. He's awesome. He's been awesome.
0: He's been awesome. He's been awesome.
1: The other West series, you know, the Warriors have been down 3-1 to before. But, and that was against a much better team, I'll add. The 2016 mm-hmm. Thunder, right? But this is a different Warriors team. This isn't the 73 win Warriors team that was down three to one against the Thunder. I think the Warriors get it done tonight. Really hard for me to see them losing in five. But uh, talk about Swan. You want to you you want to talk about swan song? Oh, Draymond yeah. Green swan song with the Warriors oh. game six. That's up. His absolutely- last game is a Warrior.
0: There's the take right there. There's a take. Well, have it all because for you, you chose
1: to pay you chose to pay Jordan Poole over Draymond Green. And that's well, why he's gonna leave. All right. We'll let that so go. Congrats. Alex
0: Alex can take uh, the analysis from there and uh yeah, thank you all for listening.